Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's a good show. Um, okay, we're also, something you should know is that we're really, really terrible at cold opens, and we've never had a good one. I can scream really loud for a couple of minutes. So you see what <laughs> I'd happens. love that. I'd right. give this some that ed- would probably I... be the best cold open we've ever had. Would you like to give it a try? Yeah! <laughs> I don't know. I can introduce the show. I know what it's yeah. called. But do you guys have sponsors you guys want to shout out? Like, how, how do you open the show? Literally, this is the opening of the show. Yeah, we're recording. Yeah, yeah. great. This, this we're is, off to a great start. Yeah, this, you know, this is the cold open. So- I'm screaming at Dan, who is very sleepy. <laughs> so I'm sure. Uh, do we have a special theme song? Uh, I'm waiting for Jimmy to scream. Woo! Whining Wongs. Okay, great. Um, yeah, we do. And here it is. I like that one. I know that one's very cute. That was by Astrid at Mall Ghost. Thank you, at Mall Ghost. Every episode, you guys have a person sending in a song. Um, it didn't start out that way, but like a lot of people have been submitting remixes. So for we've had a streak of what, like three or four episodes where we've had new songs. These are good. Yeah, yeah. they're really great. We yeah. have like really, really awesome listeners who do this, and uh, Yusan does a really good job of like sifting through them and like picking out ones he likes. Remember when he came in one day and was like, I can't wait for you guys to hear this one. And it was that like Bowser sounding one. <laughs> um, okay. Welcome to Whiting Wongs. I'm Jessica Gao. I'm Dan Harmon. And today we have a very special guest that I'm very excited about. Jimmy O'Yang, comedian, actor, and writer. Hey, guys. You know, I, I, I feel self-conscious calling myself a writer in front of you guys. Cause uh, you have a I book mean, coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's or, out. It's out. It's, it's out. out. It just came out. Right? It's out on the coffee table. That's, yeah. All right, that's, that's true. Yeah. That's the I, only place you can buy evidence. it <laughs> in this studio. Yeah, come to Starburns. It's like the Wu Tang album. You can only there's one. <laughs> it's so Jim, and we bought it. Jimmy O'Yan. That's Irish. <laughs> yeah, that's what I feel. You know, so my real name is Manxing O'Yang, or in uh, Mandarin, it's O'Yang. Wanchang. O'Yang Wanchang. And Ouyang, it's like a two-word Chinese name, which usually Chinese names is one word, yeah, it's right? Super, super rare. So people get really confused, especially when I first started doing stand-up, because I spelled it together O U Y A N G. That's how it is on my password. It's too many vowels. People mm-hmm. get confused when there's three, four vowels in a row. Yeah. So they're like, oh yeah, ooh, you know. So I gave up. I gave up. I separated them. I know it would have been so much. You should have just done an Ellis Island thing of and made your last name O apostrophe Yang. And my then, dad does that. Really? Yeah, because you know, old Chinese people love white shit. You yeah, know? they do love. <laughs> yeah, they're all white supremacists. They are. There is um, a segment on Vice called um, like 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 those weekly reports on Vice on HBO. It's called uh, Rent a White Guy. Oh yes, yes. I love I that it. segment. Yeah. yeah. Literally any white person can go to China, especially like the more rural towns. Like I'm not talking about Shanghai, but you know, a smaller town in China. And people look at you like you're an instant celebrity. Really? People, you get mm-hmm. paid in China for being white. 
Yes. To totally. sit in a club. Yeah. They'll, if they see you walking down the street, club promoters will run out, grab you, and be yeah. like, I will pay you for your time for you to come and sit at my club because just ha- seeing a white person at my club elevates the club. It's like cool as fuck. Do you have yeah. to be handsome? Like, no, you just have no. to be white. You can do this, Harmon. <laughs> I wasn't going <laughs> to say that. You know what I mean? Uh, if I had any pride, I would be so offended by that exchange. <laughs> do, do you have to be handsome? No, you can do this, Harmon. Uh yeah, I just I wonder if they do have a line though, like 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 if you kept the ugliness meter, you know, like 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 how ugly a white man can you be before a Chinese club will say, "No, that's going to hurt business." Yeah, but see, you're you're still going by western standards of what people want in a club because for them, your skin color is infinitely more valuable in ter- like it's it's yeah. more current. Well, so in other words, then you're saying that you'd have to go into elephant man territory. Like, you, you're technically white, but you have you such a horrible... You might still be cool. Yeah, yeah. You might get, you like, might... a discounted rate. <laughs> <laughs> it de- yeah, it depends on the yeah. location of the of the fibrosis uh, stuff. That if you can tell that you're caucasoid, then well, you think they well, still... Well, is it cover up, like, covering up your face so much they can't tell that you're white? Right. Yeah. See, that might yes. be the issue. They have to be... People have to be able to see that you're a white man right. from a distance. Like, from if they're walking down the street and they glance in the open doors of the club and they can see you sitting there, if they can immediately identify you as white. I really find that... Uh, I don't know if hard to believe is the right phrase because I totally believe th- that this is the case and I've heard it before, but I, 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 I find it hard to understand. I don't... Right. Because, because there's just so many people in the world, you would think that if that if this were true, that there would that, that would represent then there'd be this glut in the market, you know, that like, well, any way that you can, if it's true that you can actually like, well, I don't think a, I don't think a lot of people know about like people outside of China don't really know about it. And mm. then B it's like, is it really worth you buying a ticket to China it's like, it's like and not, wandering yeah, yeah, yeah. around <laughs> hoping yeah. someone gives you a hundred bucks to sit at a club? It's like, it's like not, okay. It's like, like the balance of it is like, it would have to be if you were already over there yeah. right. doing something else. Right. Yeah, so. You don't get rich yeah. off of this. Yeah. So there's no economy of this. <laughs> yeah. It's a huge industry where everybody's making a million dollars. Trust me, everybody <laughs> would be going there. Yeah. If you were like a white college student and you happen to be doing a semester there, then that's a great deal for you. But right. Like, I don't think, I'm not telling you to quit your lucrative career as a screenwriter to go. <laughs> <laughs> I've always thought if I never made it as an actor or whatever, I would go to Japan and be a male domi. What's, What's that? that? Wait, you, what? You you live in Koreatown. You should know. The domies were like you in a karaoke and people sit down with you, girls or guys, and serves you drinks and keep you company oh. for oh. money. Oh, I saw a documentary. There's the, they're escorts, but not yeah. sexual. Yeah, 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 you yeah. don't have to have sex. So yeah, like yeah, yeah. in Japan, a lot of right, lonely. Right, you're just being a host. Yeah, yeah. a host, a male yeah, yeah, host. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I thought yeah. I would be good at. But why would right, you? Well, oh, that oh. remains to be seen. So, so you're, <laughs> you're you're as a as a Chinese American, you're 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 uh, you're yeah. I I got confused there for a second because you were like I would go to Japan and be one of these things, and I was like, right. boy, oh, is that something that you can only do if you're Chinese in Japan? You no, know, it's like, just oh, no, 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 that the it's job just, only just talking about white yeah. people in China. Yeah, the job only exists in Japan or uh, Koreatown, I think. Well, but I think you have to be. A, I don't know if there's male ones in Koreatown. There's just hostess bars where you have to yeah. be a lady. Yeah, I've, I've actually dated a couple of girls that like were you know, that domey stuff and um, mm-hmm. they weren't 
necessarily they, they weren't prostitutes whatsoever, and uh, they didn't have to be Asian. A lot of white girls, and then the good thing is. If you work around so many Asian people, you ended up kind of being into Asian people. So、oh. that's when I come in. Is there a? <laughs> are, how do how do Asian men、uh-huh. stereotypically feel about white women? Love them. I think yeah, stereotypically I mean, that's what it is. Yeah,、right? it's kind of a thing. I right, mean, like, like like they're like a trophy. Ethnically. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Especially like I grew up. I'm very Asian. I grew up in Hong Kong. Lived there for like 13 years. And everybody around me was Asian, right? So when you see a white woman, that's like exotic. That's what you see in magazines. That's what you、right. see in like the movies. My so,、uh, ex-wife,、mm-hmm. um, she was、um, uh, the daughter of a Navy chaplain, so she was a military brat when she was growing up. She spent a lot of time in Tokyo. She was actually born in Tokyo, and、um, she has a bunch of、uh, ads from because she was a baby model. In Tokyo, because at the time, and I don't know if it's still the case, but like, if they're gonna do an advertisement for like a whether it's a juice box or a crib or whatever, and it's it's a mother Japanese mother holding a baby, they prefer it to be a white baby. Oh, so, yeah. So it's just like my ex-wife、ah. was just like in all of these like ads for diapers or whatever, and it's like with no. Such a yeah, white supremacy. White supremacy is very strong in Asia. Very, very. Yeah, yeah. you'd think all the white supremacists could just move to Asia. Then they'll be loved. Like they're 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 hated <laughs> here. Yeah. They like, should like, like just、huh? go to go But, to China and hang out in bars, and people give you money to drink. Like this is right up their alley. Yeah, it's not a、yeah. bad idea. All right, so did we solve white supremacy in America by doing this? Yeah, go go back to China, Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> I added I added the word back so, so that they、yes. it was speaking their language. You know. <laughs> Can't、so just they, tell people they, to go somewhere. So they recognize the phrase, yeah, and it didn't turn them <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, they start rooting for it.、Like, go back. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> um, um, well, what should we cover? Well, okay. Well, first of all, so I've been reading Jimmy's book, and it's very good. It's、Thank、called、you. How to American, and it's a really, really fun, easy read. And it's, I mean, it's basically a memoir,、um, and it covers like it starts from when you like immigrated to America at, at age thirteen to L.A. to Beverly Hills, I might add. <laughs>、mm. Well,、um, my dad faked my grandpa's address so I can use, so, so I can go to Beverly Hills High School, which is very Chinese, very Chinese. <laughs> you, 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 came, you came here, you're an you're an actual immigrant at the very at, at a pubescent age. I, I,、yeah. That's a that's a unique eighth、thing. grade. Was、yeah. my first year of school. Man, it's tough immigrate, it's man, to immigrate. Man, that's in middle school when people are fucking.、Vicious. Oh, dude, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. like you could I, I, going from one suburban high school in America to another at that age is、uh, catastrophic, right? And I have to go to a different continent with a different language. Yeah, yeah, where I'm sure people were thrilled to demonstrate their wokeness to you. Oh yeah, it was, by、uh, offering their cokes for you to pee pee in. <laughs> You'll notice what he's. Drinking right now in the studio. Well, that's the he's because he's traumatized. He's to like, relive my trauma. Jim, Jimmy always drinks a, a, a Coke because he's like demonstrating there's no pee pee. No, in it's it. to lull you, the white guy, into a false sense of security. Oh, you're like, oh, oh well, he's drinking a Coke. He wouldn't do anything to these Cokes. He he's trustworthy. He's、yeah. drinking an American product. That's the me play joke part. Okay,、yeah. got it. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. Well, so what was the what was it was it then traumatizing? I mean, was it were people mean? It was, but I think that forced me to be funny. 
I mm-hmm. had to. The first thing I learned was to talk trash, like when people was talking back to me. But good thing also about LA, it's a it's a very like it's very much a melting pot. So I was putting ESL classes with Nigerian kids, Filipino kids, which is a flaw system, by the way. <laughs> How are you going to teach a foreign person English by putting them with other foreign people that don't speak the same language? Yeah, you know what's crazy is like, you know, I grew up in the San Gabriel Valley, which is like 90% uh, Chinese people. Mm-hmm. And like, there were kids that I knew in like sixth grade, seventh grade, who were born in America and still in ESL. Yes, that's sad. It's so we, crazy. Yeah. We had, um, I think, Latino kids and Persian kids in my high school in Beverly um, yeah. High. That was in the same ES cl- ESL yeah. class I was in. Yeah. He was born here. Yeah. I, I had a I had a, an ex-girlfriend who was an English TA, and uh, she told me a really sad thing, which is that uh, Latino kids in Los Angeles, they grow up in bilingual households, a lot of them, and which makes them very i mean that's that's like they're getting like a huge extra part of their brain exercise that that other people mm-hmm. aren't so you'd think like oh that's great and it's a huge advantage but like then they get into composition classes and they start like getting low middle grades because yeah. if you're mono if your household is monolinguist you're going to have an edge when right. it comes yeah. to like right. writing prose Absolutely. and stuff and focusing on that. It's a little bit of a bummer. Yeah, and also your parents like can't help you with that stuff too. And the other thing is your brain is working twice as hard because it's working in two languages and it's working in two cultures. Like the unique thing about being a child of immigrants is that like you also have to kind of be a third parent as well because you're you're because ta- you're probably going to you're definitely going to learn English faster than your parents. Mm-hmm. You're going to learn how to assimilate faster than them because you're a sponge because you're a kid. Right. And you're trying to survive. And so then you get to a point where, like, your parents depend on you to do all yes. of, every form, like, calling the cable company, right. like, all that shit you oh, have man. to do. Yeah. And you have to, in turn, teach a parent, yeah. you know, about the culture and everything. Yeah, and then they don't believe you. Or if they're like my parents, they don't believe you. My mom didn't believe that wisdom teeth needed to be pulled out. And we had like what? a big argument about it where she was like, you made this shit up. Well, they don't do that in China? They don't. Oh, I can't tell if this is a Chinese thing or if this is a my mom thing. Yeah. <laughs> right, which is also now yeah. you get into a very confusing yes, category. Totally. It's like, am I actually, do I actually come from a weird family? Yes, or, it's or hard is, to tell. Or am I just Chinese? Totally. Like, I remember when I was in high school, my neighbor's kids also went to my high school school and uh their their house got teepeed one day and my mom was like oh my god did you see what happened to their house and i was like yeah and she goes i think that this this was her theory of what happened she thought that the family teepeed their own house as a sign to the neighborhood that someone in their household had died (laughs) (laughs) that was her theory so many leaves so chinese and she was like i better go over there and see if there's anything i can do and i was like no it's a prank i'm telling you this is a a youthful prank that people do to each other in high school and she was like that's crazy. That doesn't sound real. I mean, because yeah. the, then you theory. realize, like, your mom makes more sense. I mean, like, like <laughs> yeah. because the act of TPing someone's house makes no sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, totally. like, like, I, it's like that's so that's the theory, wonderful thing about yeah. about alien culture is that. <laughs> You, you you first go like that's crazy and then you also go we're crazy yeah. yeah I had to physically bar her from going to our neighbor's house and being like who died <laughs> is everything okay I brought a bowl of of of, of sandpiper legs <laughs> it's it's a traditional it keeps the ghosts away the, the, the best st- is whenever Dan riffs on what he thinks Chinese names are and then <laughs> Chinese customs. <laughs> 
I'm glad you're amused by that. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, Jimmy, one thing I really <laughs> wanted to ask you specifically about is, like, what auditioning is like to be uh, as a person of color. Like, mm-hmm. what are the roles that are out there for people of color and uh, and what the process is like? I think in the beginning, it's definitely different than now, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're just trying to get on anything. Yeah. And mostly the things that I feel most comfortable with that I thought I had a better chance was the Asian roles. Mm-hmm. Because first of all, there's just less competition, yeah. right? You see the same old 20 Asian people always there. Um, and in a way, it's easier to start because there aren't like a pool of a million Asian actors trying to act. Whereas if you're just a regular looking white dude, there's a lot of competition, right? So in a way, it was easier to start. But then when you get to a certain point when you want to do more... Right. The roles don't like I don't I I'm not like pick, I I can't be picky with roles still. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah, cuz in your book you talk about how you kind of hit a ceiling where you were only getting like two line parts, but that's all that was available. Right. And like now hopefully I've transcended being just the Asian dude and like I'm just a funny dude. Right. Yeah. And then there's some parts out there that I can, you know, read for, but it's not like uh, you know, I I feel like when you get to a certain level, it's better to be white. But in the beginning, it's good to have some kind of niche that you fit into. But that's also only because there's so few other, like, competition-wise, like, there's so few other actors that are the same as you. It's almost like some iPad game where it's just, like, this balance of resources. Like, (laughs) maybe you hit a sweet spot, but then someone else would go, oh, man, it's just, like, a matter of degree. Like, I'm from blank background, and even though I'm only competing with five other actors, the macro truth is that... They only audition two roles a year for. Right. It's that, and and, and the yeah. Of course, the crucial difference is: are you? And we talked to Dante about this. Um, it's like, are you? Are we? Are we? Are we looking at we're uh, uh, characters and therefore actors as? Uh, oh, your your trait is that you're Asian. And, right. and, and, that, yeah. and that and then you're fucked because yeah. there's mm-hmm. like it's like oh you gotta wait for the Asian character to be written and then on top of that you gotta compete with all the Asian actors uh, and then yeah it, and it, most it, yeah most of the time the the character it's not a character it's just because if your only trait is that you're Asian like that's that's not a character right know? we talked right. about yeah. that too I thought that was very interesting the way he put that I felt I felt a couple synapses forming in my brain because it was like he used an example that was really made it really clear where it was like. Like, you know, there's basically there's, you know, it's it's like I, I know the difference between a Paul Rudd type and a Brad Pitt type. But mm-hmm. then you you throw um, I, I can't, he used an example and it was like, oh, and then there's the Asian guy. And it was like, uh-huh. oh, how come you can't have like five Asian guys up there and go like, where's the the Asian Paul Rudd and the Asian? Brad right. right <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, you yeah. know, and that's and, and some of that is like, well, you know, Geez, well, that's not going to happen overnight. We're going to mm-hmm. become so so homogenized or whatever that we're like, uh, oh yeah, I'm a big fan of all seventy kinds of Asian man, but maybe a different split yeah, but could maybe, be right. just. But maybe one would be nice, or maybe just like the different split yeah. is like not is it's letting go of that coupling where it's like, oh, uh, race is a. Um, a character like Asian shouldn't be a type like yes, you know, the quirky guy the handsome yeah, yeah, yeah. guy and and that's happening you know I think like um, I always so so Crazy Rich Asians that's mm-hmm. coming out that's yeah. where that's our Black Panther 
Because <laughs> you got like the good-looking Asian, yeah. the funny Asian, you know, yeah. the w- w- romantic Asian, or like the amazing acting Asian, yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. right? So you get you you get a whole you get a whole spectrum of Asians. So it's not just Asian is the type. You yes. actually get types within yeah. this movie, right? Yeah. Which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And when I when I auditioned for this, uh, this is kind of a victory for an Asian actor in a way because I didn't just get typed as Asian. But at the same time, it wasn't a moral victory personally because I called my manager. I was like, hey, so I know Crazy Rich Asian is being made into a movie. I don't care. I know I'm always usually the supporting guy, but let me read for the lead. This is a huge movie for Asian people. I don't care. Let me just go in. Give me a chance to read for the lead. And my manager was like, "Um, look, Jimmy, I I don't know how to tell you this, but... um, they're looking for a good-looking guy for the lead. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, okay. Like, I was sad, but, like, I was like, I get it. You know, yeah. that's not my type. My type mm-hmm. is, like, the college kid or, like, the quirky asshole kid or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're actually splitting types within Asians, yeah. which, in which a is way, so rare. is a victory. Yes, agreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I have to ask you a question, though, which maybe can segue into, like, what are you willing to do in terms of, like, putting on um, patois and stuff like that. Um, but you just broke into your agent voice and did like a, you sounded like a game show host. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess it's the same question I ask, like my New Zealand actor friends who all come over here and play American doctors and they, right. talk, they talk like this. And then, and then you, they, you go out drinking and they're like, oi, 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 oi. Right. <laughs> I love that your New Zealand accent sounds like a, a Chinese a, like a stereotype no, version of Chinese yeah, accent. But also, yeah, the it most racist like Chinese. A Chinese mattress spring. It was ironically because I didn't want to embarrass myself by doing a bad New Zealand accent. So instead, I opted to snowblow offend every human. I don't think anyone was not offended by what I did. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. My mom's offended. She doesn't even know why. She's like, whoa. I'm pretty sure that was an impression of a of a of a, of a, of a woman in menopause. Um, it, it, but but you 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 have a you have a distinct and uh, also very sexy like uh, oh thanks like oh, like, oh, like, yeah. like like notable like like accent writing on your your when you're talking right. normally you're, you're and then you but then you did your agent and it, <laughs> I, it was it was more normal in yeah. a way. because I think in a way. I'm putting on an act, an right. accent right now, even though I'm speaking my normal English speaking voice. Because right. I didn't talk like this when I first came to this country. I yeah. talked with an accent. Yeah. Jing Yang, the character that I play in Silicon Valley, who's an immigrant, that might actually be really who I am. And this is an act, in a way. How much of an accent does he have on Silicon Valley? He, he is a pretty thick accent, yeah. like a Mandarin accent. So when people, so that's what, and that, so it's like, obviously there's probably, it's like, like our friend Kumail, like mm-hmm. he, who's, you know, now his story is, uh, has risen to such triumph that he's just Kumail now. And right. hopefully you're just Jimmy now. But like Kumail, when he was auditioning, like he would, he would talk about, it's like, yeah, you're a brown guy and you, you go in and, like, what what do you do when they're like, could you make this a little more? And they start using phrases that are they're trying to right. politely skid around like they want you to do a poo. And, like, what do you do? How do you react to that? There's different actors have different philosophies. Yeah. There's there's the philosophy that says, dude, just give me work. Pat Morita won an Oscar for Karate Kid. Yeah. Like, like uh, you could even do good filling a role. Like, what do you want? The guy to talk like this? Uh, and then you fucking do good. it. And you make people cry. <laughs> he's he's coming for your job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, yo, 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 yo. Uh, this oh, yo, 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 yo. Oh, yo, 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 yo. I love that that'll become a thing. <laughs> if you just tuned in, hopefully people can't just tune in to podcasts. Please don't think that me going, oh, yo, 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 was what you, you think it you, was. You say that It was every, my New Zealand guy. You say that every episode as a peep. That's how people listen to podcasts. They I'm just, 45. They pick an episode and they jump to the middle I know, I know. of a thing they downloaded. <laughs> well, I guess maybe you could be walking, brushing your teeth or something. You walk into the room where it's playing and, and you... But anyways, yeah. yeah, I mean, what what are your thoughts right. about that? So I think for me, especially, I have a different point of view than, you know, what we call ABCs, like yeah. Asian-born Chinese or Asian-born Asians in general. American-born Chinese. I was the dude that had an accent and I was the guy. The most painful, one of the most painful things was when I came here. And sure, I didn't get accepted right away by most people. But the most painful thing was when other Asian people don't accept you, Mm -hmm. the American-born Asian people don't accept you because they don't want to be associated with a foreigner. Mm -hmm. Because they're like, I I don't have an accent. Fuck this kid. Yeah, because you're a fob. Yeah, Yeah. I don't want to be hanging out with the fob. And that was painful. What's fob? Fresh off the boat. Fresh off the boat, yeah. That's so uh, sad. Yeah, because yeah, everyone knows it's an airplane now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that that was you know that that, that was shitty, you know. And mm-hmm. I yeah. feel like even maybe this is just me, but like my cousins who were born born here, I felt like they were like better in some way because they already know who Tupac was or something, right? Yeah, you know. And I had to learn about all that. So I always approach the immigrant character just playing a version of myself fifteen years ago. Mm. And there are really good versions of those characters out there mm-hmm. that is very much worth playing. I mean, you know, on Silicon Valley and uh, on Patriots Day, I don't know if you guys seen that. It's the Mark Wahlberg movie. And sure, there's yeah. character Danny Mang. It's based on real life. Asian people, we don't get to play a lot of these like Oscar bait based yeah, on real life characters. Yeah, we don't get to be heroes. Yeah. yeah. And this dude was a based on real life Chinese yeah. immigrant that turned out to be an American hero because he escaped from like the Boston Marathon bombers. And was the one that kind of called the cops after that and led to their yeah. eventual shootout and arrest. They, they took a. They, uh, they tried to carjack him when they were on the run. Uh, they carjacked yeah. him, drove him around for an hour and a half. He ran out at gunpoint and then, uh, uh, you know, alerted authorities. So, like, why wouldn't you play that role? I know yeah. Asian actors out there that will straight up say, I don't audition for anything with an accent. Yeah. That to me, that's offensive to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's like you're saying like I'm better than you yeah. because you have an accent. Yeah. Right? Well, it could be them, yeah. but that yeah, I, I mean, I whatever. I'm 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 the white guy, so I, even in this, I'm the expert in whataboutting. Like, like but it's like mitigating that and going like, well, I I understand. Yeah. Their, oh, the, I get it. They get on yes. that track. Yeah. Right. I understand it too because I think that that attitude comes from a lifetime of experience of only getting shitty like Han from Two Broke Girls yeah, kind yeah, of roles, exactly. you know? Yeah. The Hollywood like, shuffle. Yeah, or it's like convenience store owner, irate restaurant owner, you know what I mean? And so like I understand having this blanket policy of like I don't want to feed into that fucking mm-hmm. stereotype. Yeah. I don't want to feed into hacky writing. I think right. that's I think pretty that, much, I think if Kumail were sitting here he'd say that was pretty much his, he had to make it draw a hard line. Kumail has an accent. I mean it's right. a, basically a, 
British Empire accent, you know. It's a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, like, it's a colonial accent, but but it, but he had to draw a hard line and go like, I'm not, I, you know, I'm just not doing that. And right. I, and, and I don't know. Yeah. You know, I, I think I think that I think that a lot of good can be done by individuals maybe making that decision. It's kind of it's kind of random. Again, Pat Morita. I mean, right. the guy talks like me, in, or talks. I think he's passed away. Yeah, like he sounds like me, like like naturally, and then he played the role of the the most quintessential yeah. like stereotypical yeah. thing. Yeah. And like, but he also got to be like Arnold, you know. Yeah, I think you know um, it's important for representation, you mm-hmm. know. But in a way, like okay, Ken Jong, for example, I think he's great. Yeah, super funny guy. But people gave him a lot of shit for the um, Hangover character. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, dude, like. Like I'm, I'm sorry, but like I'm not good looking. He's not good looking. Like I, not every Asian person on TV is good looking. I'm sorry, you know, like, I'm not helping you get laid in, in, in that. Like yeah. I need to eat too. You know? Yeah, and also he, like I, I'm, I'm very torn about the accent thing because it's like you know if I want to write something from my life that I feel that feels yeah. very real and I want to write about the immigrant experience, which is my experience, uh-huh. like. I have to, like, decide, like, do I want to make something where the character... Like, if I'm writing about my family, yeah. they all have accents, you right. know? And so to be true to them, the characters should have accents. It wouldn't be real if they yeah. don't have accents. I don't yeah. think that accent... It's it's a funny thing because the accent, the Asian accent is such a negative connotation yeah. in itself, but it's the perception of it, right? If you really yeah. think about it. Like, uh, Peter Sellers, uh, he did a French accent on uh, the Pink Panther series, right? Got nominated for Golden Globes, comedy legend, everybody loves him. And uh, Sofia Vergara, mm-hmm. uh, or all the Spanish accent, it's like sexy, mm-hmm. you know? Uh-huh. Italian accent, men, is sexy. But why is it the Asian accent is nerdy and weird? <laughs> That's not the accent. It's the people's perception <laughs> yeah. of that accent. Yes, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, 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 that accent, our accent specifically is very, very loaded because of the way uh-huh. that... Well, that, uh, sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to Because <laughs> I just I just because, had an epiphany there I, I, because of the way well because of the way we're even if when we are Americans even if we're like second generation third generation if we're like eighth generation railroad Chinese people yeah who like we're seven generations back of people have not learned have not spoken Chinese sure. When uh, when we meet a person in America, they automatically think, "Oh, you must be from somewhere in Asia." It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter if you're an American citizen. Yes. People always think you're Asian yes. before you're American. Yeah, exactly. If they ever consider you American, and right. like yeah. they'll 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 be surprised that you speak English well, but they'll never be surprised <sighs> yeah. that Harmon opens his mouth and speaks with accent free English. You know? Yeah, right. I, I that's that's very very interesting to me that idea of like, oh, we're not offended by. If Peter Sellers were to do, oh, I'm an Irish cop on all the day, and 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 you see, yeah, the idea of the sexy uh, uh, Latin accent and things like that, like it, 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 the the it's there's like this bedrock of like. Well, there's absolutely no way the Chinese uh, accent is ever going to be high status in a white comedy, right? So for that reason, unlike a French accent or a thing. And we're talking about in the arena of like a, of a, of a, of an American comedy scene. Right. It's like the light, it's like we, and, and, and what you're saying is, it, you're just saying like, you're trying to cure a cold by wiping your nose. Like the problem is up here with our yes. attitude towards, towards the, 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 I don't, the people, the accent itself, or whatever. Like we Absolutely. just, we have, we decided, and sometimes to it. Sometimes that means like 
potential positive comedic effect for an individual. Like, it would be funnier, quote unquote, for the same reason, for the same oh, unfair stuff, for a, a Chinese person talking about uh, Star Wars, you know, like a, a character right. that's like, it, then a French person, I think, like a French guy, like talking like Inspector Clouseau going like, oh, my Boba Fett, you know, like it's not <laughs> yeah, as funny. And I'm not going yeah. it, to, for the same reason <laughs> I can't do the example of the other one. It's like, oh, yeah, you, yeah, you, Star Wars. You get, a, you get a Chinese actor to like, or an, or an Indian actor to like yeah. talk about like yeah. Batman or something like that. There's a heavy tradition of that. Like, oh, this is the unspoken thing is it's accepted. This is, it's this is very funny. Yeah. This is a nerdy. Right. It's funny. It's silly because they sound so uh Silly, like. You, but I think on 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 the other end of that, like it's important. Like Jet Li, I think was in a way making the accent sexy. Mm. He already had an accent, and when he was in Romeo Must Die, you know, then people were like, "Yo, Chinese dudes are sexy," and now this accent is associated with this sexy Chinese man. Yeah. So I think it's more important to have positive res- representation. Of dudes maybe who have accents, but they're funny or sexy. Because it's probably an artificial construct. Because how how far from uh, Jet Li is Jean Claude Van Damme? Listen to that guy. He's like, right. I am going to kick you on the head. And the, you know, it's like 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 yeah. he's barely. It it it. it what yeah. our well, decision about what is masculine and what is yeah, uh, but that's that's a result of like imperialism and colonialism and like European supremacy. You know, like mm-hmm. when you hear European accent, you you think like, oh, well, it's a white and educated person. You know. And then when you hear an Asian accent, you're like, oh, it's just a filthy immigrant who right. d- who has been here and doesn't speak the language. And I and it makes me very frustrated because they speak whatever, you know. And I also think that it, Latino accents like there's also uh, th- there's a lot of like neg- it's just as loaded as the Asian accent because it's like what. Think about how many, uh, like a Latina actress, like think of how many like maid roles that she has to go out for with like or thick a sexualized, accents. yeah, uh, totally, person, yeah. Which... Ha- imagine how many times, like when she looks at like the character description, it says spicy or fiery, you know, yeah. like but, that's the other thing. But in a way, it's it's not. I, I don't think saying completely I won't do that is the correct approach to me. Yeah, yeah. But it it's. Really, you got to look at the writing or yes. this character. Is there anywhere you can go with this character? Like, yeah. look, like with the Han character, mm-hmm. I feel like there was some place he could have went with it if he was real truthful with it. But at the end of the day, nothing wrong with Matthew Moore. He's making his money. He's my boy. Yeah. But he played into kind of a caricature, and the writer kind of wrote it that way. Silicon Valley, yeah. Jing Yang could have easily went down that road. Yes, totally. But. You know, as as it progressed, he became more of an asshole, and I I try to every time put in something else into it. Yeah. You know, where is this comedy? My attitude, like whatever. Yeah. Like I try to make this a real person. Yeah, Jin and, Yang, and, you and, can and a, describe him without mentioning that he's Chinese, and right. you can still describe him as a person. Right. That's the thing. You can't do that with a character like Han. Everything is is hanging on the fact that he's a Chinese. He's a or right. Chinese, but yeah, he's a it never stereotype. grew. Yeah, it's, exactly. He never moves beyond the fact that. Every punchline is the fact that he's a stereotype of an Asian man, which is, is where is Han the the the, the restaurant owner? Yeah, oh, okay. who's like sexless and weird and like small and yeah. like just right, like right, always. Right. Right. Yeah. I was yeah. gonna say about the because I'm thinking about Ken Ken in the uh, Hangover. Like I haven't I haven't I think I've seen half of a Hangover, and I haven't seen all five of them. But like is. There's also status too, like the like like it's a very it's a cheap way of mitigating other things, but it's like even if your character might be 
stereotypical in nine ways if if they control whether everyone lives or dies mm-hmm. um and and aren't able to be controlled by other people within the scene there's that's a mitigating factor is it not or no i guess not I mean, i'm, it, I'm getting a, some blank stares no, it, it's <laughs> uh it's it's his character is a very pivotal character and um i guess at the end that he didn't need it be Chinese or like with that yeah. accent. Um, yeah, I mean, but comedically, everything just worked. And I think if it wasn't for him, if it was any other Asian actor doing a character, it wouldn't have worked as well. Like he is a, an amazing actor. Like, if, like I said, nothing wrong with Matthew Moy. But if sure. you took the Matthew Moy approach of playing this character as kind of like a caricature, as he did maybe more in Two Broke Girls, like I don't think it would have worked. And Ken Ken's character, like Mr. Chow. Like you said, like you don't have to describe him as like the Asian dude or whatever. Like he he was like a crazy badass person. I only said that about Jin Yang. So take the compliment, Jimmy. Okay, cool. <laughs> I thought we were very progressive in handling Ken in community because he was like you, there was no indication that he knew what uh, race he was. Yeah, yeah, totally. Right. He, he, he was. Yeah. yeah, he was. Uh, he his lunacy transcended. Yeah, his he race. was. He was mentally yes, ill. Yes, that yes. was his character. Yeah, but then we get into the territory of what Jazz Waters was talking about, which is like he is. He's a race neutral character, and like on the one hand, that is pro- progress for us. Uh-huh. Because he's just a, a funny character, period, regardless regardless of race. But there is another, like, half of me that thirsts for things that are specific to my experience and my race right. and my culture, you know? It's important. Like, I want both of those itches scratched. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think yeah. it's shunning one for the other. It's yeah. hopefully we get enough representation right. in all of these That things. we get all of it. Because, like, I think you, as, like, a white writer and a white showrunner, like, there's only one of those itches that you can scratch, which is what you did with Senior Chang, you know? Right. Because you're not able to well, here's write the, the other part. Here's the thing that that's the character of Senior Chang and uh, uh, let's say Troy have in common like like these are characters that were written well no that's not true they don't have that in common at all Chang was written because someone said what if the guy that jumped out of the trunk in the hangover could be on the show would you write a character for him and then we wrote Senior Chang but like I, I guess I was going to say like the, 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 the flip side of the Jazz Waters philosophy coin is simply that he, even I, I totally I found what she said about like the cons of writing race neutral so profound. Like the pro of writing race neutral, regardless of whether you're a white writer or a writer of color, and you write a race neutral character and then cast an actor of color, mm-hmm. the actor can then bring not only their height and their shoe size and their and their the tenor of their voice and their memories of their mother but also yes any background that they have right. like like yeah. in, into the character and because the character is race neutral the actor can then make the character whatever the actor right. is yeah, yeah. which then becomes like as far as what you're seeing on the television screen, even though to, to Jazz's point, and I think really specifically her nightmare scenario is me writing race neutral characters, and then okay, black people line up for to to, and all the black people line up to to play the the part of the dentist that I wrote, not knowing it would be black, but <sighs> his, and then the the black people all take turns auditioning to say I'm pulling your tooth out, and it's like, and it's this micro assimilation on a grand scale. Like the way she said it was like, yeah, and then there's just like 
black people see that person on TV and they go, it's like uncanny valley. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I, I mm. that, that was her like end of the spectrum. Right. Well, which... because when you write race neutral, it's really to benefit, to make white people feel, feel better about watching something, you know, like it, it's, it makes like people of color palatable, palatable. But another way to look at race neutral writing is to just, yeah. call, is also just say, it's, this is just neutral writing where as with the character of Troy, mm-hmm. who I, I was like, oh, this, I pictured this guy as like a meathead white like nebraska quarterback with big thick arms mm-hmm. like a and and a chubby ruddy face and short blonde hair and like um and and then and then the russo brothers were like yeah but have you seen this guy donald glover and this Derek comedy thing and watch the video and as a white writer in 2006 or whatever it was i my my response was like oh, i don't oh well he his arms are really skinny and also, he's black. Like, I don't like do I is it OK? Like, I had all these questions that it mm. turns out were stupid for asking because it was like, do you want Donald Glover to play your play your part? And, and, that, so, and that experience taught me like, yeah, like all the better than race neutral characters, because then you can put like. Right, and then you let the yeah. person bring their own flavor to it. Yeah, like, like so, imagine if if Jimmy like uh got the part of Troy and then he decided to play Troy with an accent. Yeah. You know, like it changes the character yeah. and he brings yeah. his own stuff into it. Yeah, and then you slowly, yeah. as in TV, the writer's room then sees the dailies and goes like, wow, oh, he did a riff about his dad being a fisherman or whatever. Let's talk about, like, you know, it's like, oh, the character might become progressively yes. yeah. more. A lot of times the improv is what gives a lot of juice to what's yeah. to come for the character. Totally. And and I try to take those chances. That's kind of like my pitch, you know? <laughs> Because you can't, I can't go up to the writer and be like, hey, hey, how about this? That never works. Yeah. You know, no, but kind of subconsciously pitching through improv. Yeah. Zach Woods is very good at that. And his character yeah. kind of became more of what he was improvising, this weird character that he kind of brought up. And, and it was amazing to Zach see that. Zach Woods is such an incredible improviser. It's insane. Insane. He yeah. literally comes up with like a whole script of backstory that he's ready to roll every take. I don't know how he does it. Maybe he actually does a lot of homework. But you know what? <laughs> Maybe he's secretly Asian and does homework. Uh, but what you were saying about how, um, you know, was it 2006 when you're a white guy and you don't even know if this was okay or like what? The I didn't know if you're... I would be a, a, doing a. Uh, I didn't know if it would be more woke of me. Yeah. It wasn't a word yet, but like <laughs> I didn't know if I was supposed to go through. I knew it was probably right. a bad idea to go through the script and add the word yo to. <laughs> But I wasn't quite sure yeah. if not doing that was part of a problem. You right, know you don't I mean? know which way to go. Yeah, because yeah. like because I didn't you're know not, Donald and I didn't obviously... know a lot of black people and I'd never cast a show, so right. I was like, I don't know what my job is here. You're obviously not racist, but you don't know which way to go to not offend anyone because you, you, that wasn't the intention, obviously. And yeah. I think that's why. A lot of times I don't even like to talk about these conversations because I don't like to blame, like, say, a failed audition because of my race or anything like mm-hmm. that. But I think at the end of the day it is important because, like, you know, white people like Dan out here needs to know, yo, let's give these guys an opportunity even. Yeah. And it's, like, yeah. cool to do that. Yes, yes. That's I think. Uh, and that's uh, a big opportunity is better than no opportunity. Comedy and drama. Comedy is, like, like, like it, it, that's the thing is, like, I was humbled by my experience in community because the Russo brothers were, like, they're like, let's cast Allison Brie. Like, she might not be who you pictured, but like, she's a fucking star. It was, like, and 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 it was like, oh, we assembled like a cast of stars. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it, where I was as a writer by myself without the Russo brothers, I would have been like, 
Well, I don't know if this person's quite what I had in mind, or this character is more of a this, you know. That. And 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 they're like, just you no, know, your script is a point of departure. It's a, yeah. a starting point. So I th- that and that dovetails with this idea of like. When is when is Jimmy o, o Yang gonna gonna be able to just like be thought of as a person to bring in? And par- it's 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 part of the answer is well when the scripts maybe to some extent they're the you're not like you're just you're writing characters that are kind of just like pistons you know they're like they're they're I don't know what the yeah. metaphor is they're they're basic and then you you're like we're gonna fill a character into this like with an actor mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but. But this is also community is a great example because you really did uh, like assemble a cast of like um incredible people who all like went on to to like great right. success. And but it's a great example of I hope you're listening, Max Landis. Like it's a great example of giving people a chance, and that's how you get people to become stars. You don't sit there and go like, well, I only want to see stars, and the only stars are white. So I guess that's my excuse for casting white, and that's how things work. It's, well, it's like, the fear of it because you want your show to work out, you want your movie to work out, so you want to do what's been done. Yeah, but if you are listening, Max Landis, and you're feeling bad, I will. <laughs> you, I hope. You feel bad, Max I will Landis. add I want to, you that, to feel bad that the reason day. Community got picked up is because Ben Silverman said if Chevy Chase was in it, it was a guaranteed pickup. Why are you constantly <laughs> going to bat for Max Landis? Because now? because it's like it's it's it, we, we can we can you? hate his philosophy and what he does. No, but, I hate his fucking but attitude you, you, about it. You just did what Max Landis does in your eyes criminally, which is to hold up reality as evidence for your thing. Instead no, no, of just no, 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 no. Saying, it's the fucking entitlement. Like, By the way, Max dude. Landis, this is how it really works. It's like, well, no, it's not. The show got picked up because no, 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 of an old no, no. white it's guy the, from Three Amigos. It's not, a, it's not because he quote-unquote told the truth. It's because he was so fucking smug and entitled about it because for someone to be that fucking privileged to be rich, white, male, and the son of a celebrated, famous director to then say... Hey, people of color, you shouldn't get pissed because you don't understand how the movies work, and you should fucking accept it. He said like, that. Well, I have no idea what the, this hate is coming. That's what I'm pissed about. Damn. Well, yeah. that, but can you? Can you? Can you? I don't understand why you're suddenly defending you, him all of a sudden. You, I'm not defending you him. Are. You said. You said. By the way, Max Landis, if you're listening, and your point was, here's how the show. Uh, 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 worked Illust- no, like here's how, how it got on the this air. Show and here's illustrates how it, the opposite of what you're saying. We had to cast Chevy Chase, or we, or none of those people of color were allowed to ever have jobs. I want a friendship breakup with you. I, right I, now. I, I'm, I want a friendship breakup with, 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 not with you, with, <laughs> with the society that makes you mad. You and I are both on the same side about how we wish it didn't work that way. And, All right, I'm gonna catch Jimmy up because he's he hasn't. Yeah, heard well, this. well, All right, she, let's... you're gonna get so riled up explaining Max well, Landis I mean, like, to well, him. Well, I, I don't know this, but what, <laughs> like was like Sydney Portier another no, no, option no, no, no. for Chevy Chase instead? <laughs> no, like, you know, this has nothing Pat to Marina. do with this has nothing <laughs> Pat to do with Marina would have been a great. That would be great. This oh has nothing God. to do with comedia. This is what Max said to all the people. He made like a vlog. First of all, like how can you get more narcissistic than making a vlog? Um, but uh, when people were pissed about Scarlett Johansson's casting in Ghost in the right. Shell, and he made this like video that he released unprompted, like who was asking for him to weigh in on this? And he was like, "Look, people who are pissed about her, like calling it whitewashing. Yeah, you're you're pissed because you. It's dumb for you to be pissed. Did he make that movie? He made that. movie. No, no, no. He had nothing to do with it. That's <laughs> the thing. So he what had the nothing fuck? Nothing to do with it. If he made that yes! movie, I get it. He had nothing to do with it, and then took it upon himself to huh. make a video to say, if Damn. you're pissed about this, it's because you don't understand how." 
how movies work. And it's because they had to cast her because, like, they you, to make a movie <laughs> like it. that, you you only you can only cast an A list star, and there are no Asian A list stars. Therefore, the only way they could cast it was A list. But I was like, right. first of all, no one invited you to talk. Like, stay in your lane, stay bro. in your fucking lane, yeah. Max Landis. And then that's the main. But thing. also, too, it's like if that's your fucking attitude, like. That's how you keep... How do you think people become A-list? They don't just right. get born A-list. It's because they work their way up. And if you never make opportunities for people of color to become A-list, then you can keep like making this racist system go. And it's people like that who are at the fucking top of privilege then saying like well why are you fucking pissed you shouldn't be pissed cuz right. like that's how it works yeah that's fucking the lethal combination it. is that it's like it's like it's like when logic is on your side you should actually be bummed out about that. Like entropy is a bad thing. Uh-huh. The fact, the yes. fact that yeah. what goes up must come down. The fact that the way it was yesterday is probably going to be the way it was tomorrow. These are bad things, and so it's one thing to acknowledge them and explain right. them. But like as I've said before, like he's he, he the reason why we both agree what he did was a party foul is because. Dude, you could have the same amount of knowledge about this stuff and right. you could be an agent of yes. advocacy. Yeah. You could you could go, you know, I hear you all talking about this and I know I'm not invited to the conversation, but I have a lot of knowledge about right. how movies are made and thought I wa- I'd like to point out while you're all talking about it that here's you know because it and and if and it wouldn't be it's a, it's this weird thing where it's like, "Oh, these people are upset and want change, and then the part of your brain that goes, somebody better let them know that change is hard. Well, well, no, who it's wants you, to be yeah. that messenger? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, also, yeah. when you're the, the fucking rich r- fucking land baron to like then right. tell the like feudal peasants, like, accept it, idiots. Yeah, because I think the problem yeah. is whatever he said could be the truth, or at least the truth to him, but what you're saying is he, he should be more of a... Uh, a supporter of the change instead of, of saying, that instead of it. Yeah, yeah saying fuck you guys accept well, it yeah, and also guess what he's wrong He, I still maintain that he's wrong look at Star Wars look at all the Marvel movies Do you, was Chris Hemsworth an A-list star before Thor no he wasn't was Chris Evans an A-list star before yeah. Captain America but yeah. he, they got to be in like hundred million dollar movies starring mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. what he's saying is not true so again fuck you Max Landis you don't know shit well, got, fight me I mean, fight me Max Landis It. Uh, I mean it it, the cool version of him would be calling out the studios that didn't go the route that you're describing. Yeah, he would but say, in this uh-huh. timeline, there is no such thing as a cool version of Max Landis. <laughs> 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 There's a way to play it, right? Yes! But he didn't play it right. Well, and and also that's why people need to go see Crazy Rich Asians. Yes, go and see what... Cra- Crazy Rich Asians. Max Landis, buy out a theater to yeah. make it up to me. Yeah, yeah, do that and like you know, okay, buy hundred tickets to Crazy Rich Asians and buy like a hundred copies of my book. Yes, How to American, <laughs> and then. I'll be forgiven. I think you're a good guy. You know? <laughs> All right, let's take wanna, a quick break so uh, that I can cool the fuck down. <laughs> I don't want you to cool down. I'm pitting. I no, love I, I got I got to take a break cuz I need a second drink and I need to take off my I'll sweatshirt. I like my gal at 50 RPMs. <laughs> um I my favorite thing, this isn't a topic, but so I don't care if we're recording, but the uh that I my favorite new thing in the Black Panther development is uh people tweeting like just news or observations about how black panther is continuing to smash records and Uh like Mm -hmm. and then like the 15 replies underneath it with like white nerds that don't 
know, and I don't know if I'm projecting, but I feel like I'm just going like racist, 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 <laughs> uh-huh. because they, and they're none of them are none of them would say that they were racist. Like they're they're sure, not like rednecks. They're yeah, yeah. But they're it's like you go like like someone will tweet like f- you know, holy shit, Black Panthers five weeks in a row at number one. That's that's the last movie to do that is Avatar, and then and then like a bunch of white nerds underneath it going like, yeah, so what? Avatar sucked. And I'm like, but part of me was like, holy shit, this is King's dream come reality. This is white people saying, big deal, a, 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 a movie with a bunch of black people in it being a huge box office success. Box office isn't everything. Right. That's like equality all of us like forced upon white people in the only way they can achieve it which is you pitting their racism against capitalism and they have to choose to be like they're like there's going to be now white flight into the world of like a fancy foreign film that that only 200 people watch because white nerds are going to be like marvel movies that's for black people <laughs> that's equality. <laughs> like, like, all right. I, I don't know if I quite understand your well, your, your reasoning, but that would be great. If I would love to see the day when white people said Marvel movies are for black people. I mean, it's it's because it, then that would mean Marvel made so many movies with about black characters that you would get to that point. So th- in that case, I'm all for it. Well, yeah, that's the delightful thing that I'm seeing is is is, is, pe- is people going like. Holy crap, Black Panther is a huge success. And people who have too high an IQ and who know what racism is and who don't want to acknowledge them themselves, that are just they just resent Black Panther for your good old basic reason, which is like I don't like being told I don't like the word black in my superhero. I don't like I don't I don't I don't, I don't why does this all have to be about race? Like that's the you, that's the, the yeah, sort and of then like, they're like, have you seen Black Mirror? It's so good. <laughs> uh, you know, I started a rap group. When I was in high school, <laughs> um, it was called the Yellow Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that could be a superhero movie. It was me, my black friend Julian, and then a dude, Yuji, who was half black and half Asian. So we had like one and a half you know, Asian guys and one and a half black guys. <laughs> Yellow Panthers was the perfect name. I you... would love to see a Yellow Panther movie that Harmon solo wrote. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't want to write any Marvel movies. How's that, Marvel? Do you want to write Chinese China? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Which is a project Harmon pitch that I would write. Yeah. Chinese China? Well, yeah. I can't write it. I'll get so much flack. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But it's about a guy who goes to China. Is he a white guy or is he a regular Chinese well, guy? Well, you cast Paul Rudd. So. But, but I cast Paul Rudd <laughs> the as The most a... Chinese white guy I know. <laughs> you know? Well, it's, like a, it's an everyday guy. And he's, he's yeah, he's I guess he's visiting China. And then and then someone comes to him and goes like, "Hey, it's pretty crazy here, huh?" And and he and he's like, "Yeah, it's China. It's like craziest." And then he's like, <laughs> "You want to see something crazier?" And then he brings him to a little door and like you go through it and you're in Chinese China. Oh, that's actually cool. Is it wait? Is it animated or is it live action? It's. Are you coming aboard imaginary. as a producer? Or is that... it's an, I'm on. It's an imaginary. Concept. Can I be the guy to open the door? Yes. <laughs> Only if you grow a long. <laughs> with dream, people. Dream, 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 dream bigger, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy. This oh, is. And I want you to grow out long ass pinky fingernails. With a Fu Manchu, he's like yes. he's selling bootleg DVDs in Chinatown of China. But then he's like, "Let me show you this door, Mister Mister White Man." Oh, I thought 
thought you were saying there's in Chinese China, the bootlegs are like legit movies. Like it's like Citizen Kane because. But because, it's Citizen Chang. Because they're bootlegs of bootlegs. So it's like mm. it's like if Weird Al's cousin made a parody of like a virgin, it'd be like a surgeon. So so um, we, we got a deal? Or uh, I mean, I, what's going you, on? Like, you got Chevy Chase on this. We got a we got a deal. Okay, on this whole thing. <laughs> See, that's how on it this works. Whole thing. That's how it works, Jessica. You know what? If Paul Rudd would actually do it, I'm sure this will be a immediate uh, sell. Chinese yeah, make, make China. You thought China was weird. <laughs> Chinese China. Oh yeah 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 yeah. All right. What's you, the New you Zealand gotta, guy doing here? You one hundred percent have to star in it and be an executive producer. What happens in Chinese China? It's like Alice in Wonderland kind Look, of. Look, I spent half an hour trying to get Harmon to explain it to me, and I don't know. Well, that's like, a, is it yeah. more Chinese than like China? Yeah. Well, you opposite? guys went to like a long fingernails and all that stuff. Like, I don't, I don't truck in that stuff. You know, like I, 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 I. So you're I, more you, elevated. You're yeah, woke, he's man. much more woke. Than I, I, I'm yeah. like a Neil Gaiman type. Like I, I'm like a sci-fi like guy. Like I, the concept of Chinese China is more about like subverting subversion. It's not like about being twice as racist. That's you, <laughs> that's your guy's gimmick. <laughs> yeah, that's our shtick, Jimmy. Maybe that's the world where it's like reverse rent the white guy, where the white dude's no longer cool, and like Chinese people is looked at as like the master race. Okay, you know what I'm what I would love to happen now is so I've been campaigning for Harmon to go to China with me and I think you should come too. Have you been? Never. No. He's never oh been my to Asia. God. Dude, he doesn't like Chinese food. Dude, like you you like people look at you would be so cool. <laughs> I didn't know that part by the way. <laughs> but, you know, P- I, I, Paris is too Chinese for me. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, there are a lot of Chinese people. Because there's not enough gravy. And well, have you been to like Monterey Park? Where's that? Okay, maybe we <laughs> See, should start him. Yeah, yeah. I think we should to go Monterey to. Park. Yeah, I Is think we should LA... take him to like Monterey Park or a hamburger restaurant yeah. together, so and then we'll East record. Side, that's the new Chinatown. Everybody's yeah. Chinese there, so we should take you there. I mean, yeah, I mean, good. It's I mean, to say it's the new Chinatown. If you it's could, been like, if we could find a way to get me into Chinese food, which is not like that's not me folding my arms. Going, You're not into I don't Chinese, like Chinese food, food. Yeah. like. But I also think he's never had actual right. Chinese food because I, I said the same thing about seafood because I grew up in Milwaukee. So like, you go to Red Lobster in Milwaukee, and it's like it's not good. Uh, well, yeah, you It's like, well, this lobster didn't come from Lake Michigan, and then I came to L.A. and I. I I was it took me so many years because I was like oh I don't like seafood I and then I ate at a Santa Monica seafood restaurant I was like right. oh shit this is why people be into lobster oh we gotta take you to legit yeah. Chinese restaurant yes yes but, but that's gotta, not too Asian no, no 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 like we can't take him to like you know shit Sichuan with like sea, sea or cucumber or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. can't handle that we can I tell take you him some to like stuff like a beef roll place yeah. I mean here's some stuff that I don't like okay uh, in, here we in, go in, in food. Uh, stringiness. <laughs> so uh-huh. isn't that like the conversation's over? No. Are you kidding? Chinese cuisine is so varied. And diverse. Yes. It's yeah. such a vast country. I'll tell you something I really like, which yes. is not Chinese, but it is Asian. Uh-huh. Korean barbecue. Oh, that's okay. amazing. Korean barbecue is like- Because it's yeah. strips of meat. Uh, it's but freedom. <laughs> it's the most American thing. Korean barbecue is literally the most yeah. American thing. It's just meat, unlimited meat. <laughs> on a grill in front of your face. I went to the 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 screening of Okja, mm-hmm. and uh, and after the, and it was like you watch this movie and it's like 
oh man, okay, I gotta fuck, I gotta be vegetarian, don't I? Like while you're watching it, because you're like, it's really gripping you and like going like, you gotta, you gotta be vegetarian. This is crazy. And then we went to the after party and there's like meat hors d'oeuvres. Oh and the, my god! The director's like eating one. I'm like, oh, so you're not a you you're, you made the he's like, oh no, I'm Korean. like there's this is a deal breaker it's like asking a texan like like oh you made that anti-hot wing movie but all right (laughs) all right we're gonna we're gonna do this so we're gonna so i now i've recruited jimmy we're gonna take you to a restaurant in monterey park we're gonna ease you into chinese food and then the moment you taste that chinese food and let its deliciousness melt on your mouth in your tongue we're gonna then blindfold you and take you to china Whoa. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're going to Shanghai me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> literally. We're literally. Yes. We're literally going to Shanghai you. Shanghai you. Uh, yeah. I Maybe mean, try Ding Tai Fung first because that's like. Oh, that's like white nice, people. Nice, but white and Asian. Yeah. It's very authentic, but yes. white people love it also. Yes. White people love that place. I think it's overrated. I think the only way I would ever be brave enough to go to China would be with Chinese people because I just. Yeah. The yeah. thing that freaks me out is like, I can't. I either got to be a baby. Or I can't. It's like taking away, like I my ability to like, yeah. I just get I like again like as far as I've gone exotically is Paris, and I'm like, oh, these people are so over my shit. Like I'm trying to, <laughs> they're trying to understand me. Yeah. They, but now you can go to a country where people are so into your shit, they'll pay yeah. you to sit at their business. Seriously, there's yeah. nowhere I can go where like I'm cool. <laughs> You can go most places and you'll be the American dude. That's super yeah. awesome. Dude, there are like uh, companies like corporations in China that will hire a rent a white guy to sit in on like a presentation that they're making or some yeah. sort of announcement just because it lends them legitimacy that yes. it looks like they employ a white guy. True. You can yes. be that white guy. Yeah. You'll get a free suit out of it. We're gonna make this happen. It's, yeah. it's a progressive step. Yeah. We're gonna get him, lure him into some like Ding Tai Fung, and then take him to Monterey Park. You know, maybe like a karaoke. You know, with some domies and some Korean barbecue. And then... <laughs> you just had to slip in the domie <laughs> thing. <laughs> this is all just like a fucking backdoor pilot to you being a domie. Yeah, I actually own one of karaoke. So <laughs> I've been listening to this podcast, the uh, history of English, and. Um... It goes back to the 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 root of like all it's the Indo-European like language, and it's like it seems like so you have this East versus West thing, which is like because you guys were talking about during the break. Like I was shocked, I guess shocked in quotes, but like like okay, Cantonese and Shawanese and 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 Mandarin, they're as different. Shanghai, Shanghai, Shanghaiese. Shanghaiese. I'm sorry, that's okay. Did I, what did I say? Sichuanese. What you did said I say? Shawanese. It's like a Shanghai Taiwanese. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're as different as Italian and French and Portuguese. Like, like yes. I'm like, oh wow, like the it's 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 like it, it it's it is a language thing, right? Like it's like there's like this impenetrable border, like in in both. I assume in both hemispheres of the world, there's this fluidity where things flow into each other and affect each other, and then it seems like there's this impenetrable wall where the they don't. We don't flow. China doesn't flow into the West. Like it doesn't. Right. It's still very closed. Is closed it, down. Is it country, because of language? Is it? Is it because? Well, I think it's the culture. It's still a very communist. Like we still keep everything to ourselves. It's still in a way very uh, imperialist. And in that because mm-hmm. we didn't. How many years ago was the Qing Dynasty? It's not that many years ago, right? It was yeah. Still it wasn't. And that very was when, imperial. And that was 
and that was actually when they made Beijing the capital. Like the capital wasn't right. even Beijing until then. So and the communist revolution happened what in nineteen forty nine? Exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean that's that's within people's lifetimes. Like my parents went through that shit when the communists kicked open a door and took everything. Yeah. You know, and uh so I think it's different whereas I think Japanese you, you get the anime and stuff that that's worldwide that is an entertainment form that people can understand. Yeah, there's some understand. flow there. Okay. Yeah. And well, like, it's capitalism is just yeah, Korea with K-pop, Korean barbecue, all that stuff. It's, they yeah. they try to actually reach internationally whereas China kind of don't give a fuck. Like, so it's to, not, okay, yeah. it's not a hemisphere. It's well, also, it's China. Well, also mm-hmm. what China's really really good at is bootlegging. So it's like they're not making original yeah, stuff. They're like bootlegging sad. shit. Yeah. Like they're like, "Oh, we're just going to take whatever we like about your stuff and just make it cheaper and more available to people." Yeah. Except in the case of alphabets in which case <laughs> Japan bootlegged their language, calling then, you out, and, Japan. And then remixed it. And then remixed yeah. it. They sampled. I, it was I, the first I took sampling. a semester at Japanese Japan. I know what's up. I see you. <laughs> Fucking Chinese bootleg language. All right. One other thing I wanted to ask you, Jimmy, is uh, in your book, you listed, you had your log of all the auditions you went yes. on. And listed in there is an audition for community. Oh, I didn't make it. <laughs> you, I, I love the show. I'm look. I'm a big fan of you guys. I love the show, but I was so stupid. I was doing college tours for my stand up to make money, just so I can pay rent. And back in the day, I wasn't making that much money. It's like nothing. I made like seven hundred bucks. Oh, show. you didn't make it to the audition. I didn't make it to the audition. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize. What that. were you auditioning for? I don't know. I can pull it said, up the it log. Said, it said Glee Club. Yeah, Glee member. Club kid or something. Is yeah. that a thing? Uh, well, that yeah. wouldn't have been a career changer. <laughs> Be- better, better to stay on a college tour. Yeah, I, I guess. think you probably feathered your nest a little. <laughs> I don't think the kids that got those parts. Yeah, turned out to be yeah. uh, are on next were week's episode. Were you guys casting for an Asian? Was it an Asian specific role? I, I, forget. I proudly say no. <laughs> <laughs> we're just looking for Glee Club people and. Obviously, a trickle down from me going like, could we please recognize right. that there's a lot? No, I have no idea. Yeah. A co-star, Glee Club rapper slash dancer. Yeah, co-star. So it'll be like two yeah. lines or something like that. Yeah. I, I guarantee you this. I know I know the episode and for sure there's no joke in there about, oh, this one's Asian. For right. sure. Yeah. Here, you know what? I, I think this is a fun little exercise. I'm just going to read to you the description of the characters of all I'll read the, the shows too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of all the the. So I have a hundred and one auditions <laughs> that yeah. led up to the hundred and second audition, which turned out to be Silicon Valley. Wow, yeah. that's just pretty, gonna, and that's and that's very inspirational for people. I'm just going to read a couple on the first page alone. I'm just going to read a couple of the character descriptions. Literally my first auditions. Yeah. Loud Japanese host. <laughs> Taiwanese twenty looks like twelve computer geek. <laughs> Chinese restaurant. You got that one. That's right? perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> Chinese restaurant owner, young Asian guy, <laughs> Walmart employee speaks Mandarin. Mm-hmm. Like uh, oh, bad karaoke singer, Chinese driver, a young Tony Leung, young attractive Chinese. Okay, definitely, Hello. definitely didn't get Hello. that one. <laughs> Chinese speaking DJ, Asian artist. Hip, attractive Chinese boy. This is painting okay. a different picture uh, than you're painting. All right, all right. <laughs> um, but like, but if you're seeing a pattern, it's like you'll notice. It's like 
White people don't yeah. d- don't have the equivalent. Except maybe women. Women women probably have the equivalent. Hot yes. but doesn't know it. Uh, nerdy type, but you know, it's a, it's a, yeah. a, a right. objectification, dehumanization. Like uh, uh, you know, it, yeah. it, you can put. And I guess you know, from my limited experience, like auditioning, it was like, well, I knew I was going out for slobby computer hacker, uh, blah blah blah. But but it's the it's the explicit declaration of <laughs> and, and <laughs> Taiwanese ja- Japanese surfer speaks some Mandarin uh, octopus that <laughs> thinks he's a ninja um, now looking back it's like so broad and chin- uh, yeah. terrible those yeah. words. but at the time I was taking it very seriously like I was trying to speak Mandarin at, like a Taiwanese person yeah. right. I was trying to DJ in a very specific Mandarin speaking accent. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I yeah. still try you put to take infinitely it. Infinitely more thought than the showrunner and the writers exactly. ever did. But sometimes that's what you need. You yeah. know, like, that's how Jing Yang. Jing Yang started as a two line part mm-hmm. and that became a series regular. I think I would like to think yeah. because I put enough thought into it. You I know? think so. Like, honestly, like, I. Every time I watch that scene where Jin Yang takes uh, Ehrlich to the airport and then he fucking yes. throws his, his duffel bag <laughs> at him, like, this guy's a maniac. And I laugh every time I watch that. And it's so incredible. <laughs> I don't watch HBO Did programming you? because oh, of Confederate. Get out. <laughs> oh, God. Someone's going to make a stand. <laughs> so this, was a, this is later seasons because I only wrote for the first season. So was that scripted or did you improv that? The throwing of the, the bag. The throwing of the bag. I, it it might have been like a collaborative effort between me and Jamie Babbitt, who was directing the episode. I forget, like, it was. Am I, I might have. Like, I always try to come up with ideas. I think that's yeah. the. You know, being. I, I want to be creative within a scene, and, and, and it's not just lines. A lot of people think improving is just saying a funny line that's not on the script. Yeah. Right. But I think it's the physicality, maybe mm-hmm. pitching, like, oh, so my character spe- smoke a cigarette on a special occasion. How about I just have a cigarette dangling in my mouth? Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> One of my favorite scenes was actually uh, going to uh, Lori Bream's baby shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I was this confused guy, and, and I'm always the confused guy, but me and Ehrlich goes to the baby shower, and then I go off. He ha- he has a conversation with Amanda Crew, and then I come back, say something. But then I I was just looking around for props, and I saw this like tiny milk chalice, right? It's just like half and half skim milk. And I I, I asked Mike, I'm like, let me try something. And he's like, go ahead, try it. I think that's the best thing a director can say to you. Yes. It's just go yeah. ahead, try it. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I came back and just like start drinking milk out of the half and half milk chalice, <laughs> yeah. and, and and then it worked. And especially yeah. it worked when TJ called it out and and in improv, it's like, are you drinking skim milk? Like what the fuck? Yeah. And then I'm like, yes, it's half half. Yeah. But yeah, also then, the detail you know, of you calling it half half is so great. Which is how exactly my mom say yes. half and half. Yes. It's half half. <laughs> it's so special what, drink. Yeah, what I love about Jin Yang is that like what people don't realize is that the Chinese accent accent is very, very difficult to get and like most quote unquote Chinese accent uh, you see on TV <clears throat> is like this weird pigeon Chinese like that doesn't Bruce Lee exist. Cantonese yeah, accent, but that doesn't really exist in like like yours is very real because it's a real accent. It's specific you know? for my mother well, can you and play, well illu- of... illustrate it with examples. Dude, I can't I can't I can't do it. That's the funny thing. You can't do I an can't... impression of the of the of the white people's Chinese accent that's I'm just not a good actor, dude. It's terrible. <laughs> I'm a really, really I'm self aware enough to know I'm a terrible so actor. You're gonna make me do it? Yes, you have to. So you're you, okay. This is you're your, saying me doing this, this makes your, me help. 
Yes. Fight racism. Yes. Fine. Whatever. Yes. You get a pass. Okay. So we'll give me a uh, scenario, like an occupation or a... Oh, boy. We're going to go this deep into yeah. it? Okay. Is well, it just a line or you want a whole let's, backstory let's lean into character? it. You're a, chi- you're a Chinese restaurant owner that, <laughs> that Jimmy auditioned for, and you want to tell the customers that uh, their coupon is expired. <sighs> All right. Is someone going to be the customer? Oh, man. I, I can do it. All right, all right, Okay. Right. Now, what race are you? I'm white. Yeah. Okay. So For you're the be first like... time <laughs> in my life. This is groundbreaking. Are you going to be guys. like your your agent? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, uh, uh, excuse me. So... um uh, excuse me, sir. So uh, I have a twenty percent off coupon here for uh, the Szechuan Tasty Restaurant. Uh, yeah, that no good. <laughs> you no use here. But I clipped it off a newspaper. It says it's good till no good, May- no coupon. You go away. Get out. <laughs> is that Korean? I don't know what that is. Uh, but, but that's, that's what the thing. It's she's not saying. Real. It's not a real. That's accent. what yeah, she's well, saying. Yeah. Yeah. That it's uh, it's just pigeon. It's weird pigeon. It's a character, cartoony <laughs> caricatured yeah. accent that a lot of people, you know, avoid yeah. playing. I think when people say yeah. they avoid playing accents, is it? That's it's, what they're thinking. It's that pitfall. That's what they're. Th- they're not thinking of a Jin Yang's accent, which is a yeah. very, very real accent. And even in Patriots Day, I keep going back to that. Danny Mang, he's a uh, 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 Chinese guy from the Sichuan province, mm-hmm. and he speaks in the Sichuan dialect, which I don't know how to speak, but. Yeah. I actually picked up his English accent with a Sichuan dialect. So it's close to Jing Yang's Mandarin accent, but there's certain words like L and N. He'll confuse those because mm-hmm. that's how Sichuan people speak. So instead of saying like lonely, he'll say noni, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and that's it, it's all about just being specific and actually making this person a real human being yeah. instead of like, you know, like uh like my yes, my like, character. Like you know, well, can I just in my defense, coupon owner? You guys set me up with a very negative, <laughs> like oh, he's you said. You, think about think about the racist stereotype you created. You're telling him his coupons no good. Like, could you be more? Oh, should I also tell him about the Chinese, the ancient secret? Uh, like, like, like put, give me, like, here, like, sh- see what happens when I just endow What's me a, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, like, non Asian stereotype. What's I, yeah. I accept your coupon. Okay. No, no, okay. No, no. How about why don't you talk? Why don't you tell him that he made the lacrosse team of which you are okay. captain? Okay. Yes. Uh, wait, uh, so I'm the kid that. So I'm his yeah, coach. Yeah, yeah. You're, I'm his you're, coach. Uh, yes. And, oh, no, you're the captain of the lacrosse team. And, Jimmy, you are at, wondering if you made the team. Okay, so I've been, I've been, I, 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 yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just been so hard. I've been working really hard. So, I... Jimmy, <laughs> yo, 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 yo. <laughs> that was a callback. Right? <laughs> if you're just tuning in, that was that. That the callback was that. That's my New Zealand guy. Fall the... back on the callback, you know. <laughs> Fall back on the callback. But that's also what you think uh, of a positive interaction <laughs> with a Chinese person and a white person, Jimmy. You make the team. No, that's Japanese. <laughs> that's right? not bad. That's like Pat Morata. Yeah, yeah, but again, yeah. it's a fake accent. It's Jimmy, not real. Jimmy, you make team. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, yeah I can't. Well, real. I can't roll my sleeves up. You, you got. If I'm taking a stab at it, you assholes could at least. <laughs> well, I feel like Jimmy, you can probably do it, right? Like a pigeoning, like what the tip, what what the typical accent they would ask you to do is right, like a yeah. shitty accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, and I could have played Jing Yang in that accent, yeah, right? Totally, like, but you didn't. But also, but you know what? To to the writers and everybody's credit, like me and Mike, the first day on set, like we had a conversation. Do you want like a more Cantonese or Mandarin? Like we kind of mm-hmm. had that. 
conversation, and I think they have the presence of mind to see what's real or not. You mm-hmm. know, they, even they might not be Chinese, but they've encountered these people. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Or just at least they know that Chinese people are not a monolith, and there's all kinds yeah. of Chinese people. I mean, yeah. if you look at like King of the Hill, like Ken yeah. Supernosophone. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's from uh, Laos. Yeah. One of the funniest jokes on King of the Hill is Hank Hill going up to his uh, uh, Laos neighbor, Laotian neighbor, and uh, Hank Hill's like, so are you Chinese or Japanese? And he's like, I'm from Laos. And he's like, so is that Chinese or Japanese? <laughs> it's a great bit. But I, I think, you know, that's a different time back in the day, and, and Ken Supernova's film was played by a white guy. But just creating, for a white dude to create a Laotian character, I think that was, like, really cool. Yeah. Yeah, well, because I didn't even know about Laos. Well, because because the because the go to with Asian is Chinese, Japanese, or Korean, just yeah. as the joke goes, you right. know. And for him to pick this like very small Southeast Asian country, it's is specific. Like, he made it specific. Very specific. He probably grew yeah. up with a Laotian dude. Or something. Yeah. By the way, I found out that when you talk about people, you say Lao, and when you talk about things, you say Laotian. Oh, really? Yeah. So Lao. I guess that was one of their failings. Pe- people, people. So you say, say that, like, if you're talking about a person, you're like, oh, that person's Lao. Okay. But then if you're talking about something... Is it Laos say, or Laos? No, no, you say... If you're describing a person, like it's the equivalent of saying, oh, that's a French person. You say, oh, it's a that person is Laos. It's Laos. And then if okay. you're talking about... Uh, like, you can say, like, oh, well, this is Laotian food. It's a noun and an adjective, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Uh, okay, here are the odds of me retaining that. <laughs> well, here are the odds of you needing to know that information. Well, it's, a, it's all it is, it's just gonna it's going to trip me up. Like, I'll... That's part of the problem. That's yeah. part of, that's that's what I call the white uh, man's burden. <laughs> it's like you, if, if the best you can do is if you're if you don't want to be racist is you just see a bunch of like road spikes ahead of you and you just start swerving all over the road <laughs> and then everyone's like, "What are you doing? You're crazy!" Like like you just hit eight deer and a kid. I'm like, "Well, I just I felt like I was in a trouble area." <laughs> So I started asking questions. And then I just started calling everything loud. But that's exactly what happened in, rel- in relation to for real. Like, because I'm like, I have so many experiences with, there's so many New, New Zealand people and uh, Australian people out here. Like, it, 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 it is like, they're not like offended to the max if you confuse them but it is a they're it's like you you feel like a heel if you right if you you hear a new zealand accent and you're like oh uh good day mate and they're like they're wrong and uh and that is exactly what because i was like oh i'm gonna do this new zealand thing and then i and then because i wanted to stay completely away from it right i, I went oh yeah 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 that's the effect of of uh if we ever make Whiting Wong's action figures, I want your action figure to just say that. Oh, it's like a squeeze toy. You like yeah, squeeze yeah, yeah. his hand. Or like oh, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. it's like it's a drawstring. You know. <laughs> <laughs> ah. I went. I went to Australia for like a four city tour with my podcast, and I was trying. I was. I was like, I looking back and like, what a dumb, dumb thing for me to try to accomplish. So I was like, I'm gonna try to master the Australian accent for the Australian fans. What a great idea. Let's hear it. But I was like, I I reduced it to the phrase uh, of, uh, I like that hat, mate. Uh, I can't even do it anymore. 
That sounded like you were in so much pain. Yeah, I know. Well, that's the funny thing is that Australians are never that tense about anything. Yeah. But I'm tense it sounded about... like you were passing like a kidney stone. Oh, like that hit me. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all about like I, I researched on YouTube all of the like different shapes of your mouth you're supposed to do for different oh, vowels. And I was like, oh, and I put that that sentence together myself. I was very proud of it. Uh-huh. This phase of your life, this period of your life is basically just YouTube tutorials. Like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well. Jim- well, Jimmy O. Yang. Did we even address anything? We didn't have to. <laughs> no, I mean, we addressed yeah, a we ton did. of shit. We addressed a ton of shit. What yeah. was the but, theme of this yeah, podcast? No, yeah, actually, the no, of- no, the biggest, the biggest, we, we hit a huge popcorn uh, ball that... I tried to get uh, Dante. I was like, "Oh, I can't wait to talk about this." And then Dante was like, "Well, I'm Filipino. It's like a talking about Dante Bosco." Yeah, yeah, I know, I know Dante. And um, but that was actually really fruitful. Finally, getting a, a guest to talk about this, like, um, it's that 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 accent area when you like right. go in and people are like, "Oh, could you can you make them a little?" Hmm? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. people who are born in America, and people who are born in Asia, also have very different opinions about. Like, Absolutely, yeah. and and look at the end of the day, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing like a British accent unless I've like I, I'd worked on it on a, for a year because I don't want to insult nobody with that accent, mm-hmm. you know. So I kind of get yeah. it, I empathize it. I'm not saying like fuck you or anything. Yeah, but I I know where they're coming from for you yeah. know say an ABC that don't want to do an Asian accent. When you were learning English in school in Hong Kong, were you learning British English? I was, but everybody in Hong Kong has a very Cantonese accent. Yeah. Like very much literally like mm-hmm. Bruce Lee. So that's not even offensive. That's like people in Hong Kong, yeah. that's how they talk. But it's just, it's, it is very interesting. Like especially before the handover when you'd watch like uh, Hong Kong news, like everybody spoke with like a British accent. British Cantonese inflected accent. Yeah, if you went to international yeah. school in Hong Kong, you would speak with a British accent. Yeah. Can't go wrong there. (laughs) All right. So Jimmy O. Yang has a really, really fun book out called How to American. It's out now. How to American, An Immigrant's Guide to Disappointing Your Parents. Um, (laughs) You should definitely go out and buy it. It was a very breezy and fun read for me. Thank you. Um, Yeah. Come back. Do you have anything else you want to plug? Um, When is this episode going out? Thursday. Oh, Thursday. Oh, Friday. I'll be at Book Soup doing a book signing uh, on Sunset. And I got some tour dates. I'm doing some stand-up, so you can go on jimmycomedy.com for all that. Jimmycomedy.com. Silicon Valley, coming back this Sunday. Oh, yeah. But without T.J. Miller, I'm out. (laughs) His white representative is gone. (laughs) He's out. I look forward to this being the rise of Jin Yang. I, I think it's it, it's a good one. I, I at first I was worried that TJ yeah. was gone because we had like literally like a Malone you guys had Stockton, such a good Laura and Hardy. Like yes, he totally. he's like my man, you know. Yeah. And um, but it turned out kind of to be a blessing in disguise because it let Jing Yang kind of go interact with everyone else now. Yes. And kind of be a menace to everybody. So yeah, you guys, you see. <laughs> All right. All right. That's your homework assignment, Whiting Wong's fans. A decent enough episode, in this white man's opinion. (laughs) Oh, boy. All right. Thank you so much for being a guest. Thank you. All right. Bye, guys. (laughs) It's a good show.